1: Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. Everything you need to know about the Big Ten Conference every single weekday. It's a Friday. We're wrapping things up with Matt Sheen of Locked On Spartans, as we always do, to get a little bit of a look at the betting preview going into the weekend. What are the games you should be putting your money on? Which games should you stay away from? We'll go over every line. Not a whole lot to go into this weekend. Only five Big Ten games, all of them in conference. But that just makes it that much more interesting, of course, which side you're on as we match up, or preview each matchup. Uh, Matt, before we get into any of that, though, you're our Locked On Spartans host. Spartans are still undefeated. Let's start right there. This team right now, number 11 in the nation, right? Am I right there? Yeah, I want to make sure. I oh, know.
0: yeah. Oh, you're right. Number 11, baby. 5-0. and 0. Let's not forget it. That's right, Nate. That's right.
1: Four teams in, in, Ten in the top 10 in Michigan State, right there on the outside, getting ready to get pushed in with a win this weekend against Rutgers. It's, of course, Something we'll get to later on, but let's talk about already what Michigan State has already done. Peyton Thornton's been outstanding. Why has that been for uh, the Spartans, Matt?
0: Yeah, first things first, smart player. I mean, he knows where to put the ball. He doesn't take any risks that aren't needed, absolutely. So that's great. Second, which might be the even bigger uh, cause for his his great season so far, it's so nice to have Jaden Reed and Jalen Naylor and Trey Mosley as your receivers, huh? I mean, Jaden Reed is probably one of the best receivers, not just in the conference, but in the country. And that's just not old Matt being biased to his Spartans. I mean, there, there are numbers to back that up. I think he leads the country in all-purpose yards when you also factor in his punt return yards. And returning two punts to the house in back-to-back weeks doesn't hurt as well. And it's also nice that MSU finally has run game. I mean, we haven't seen a solid run game in quite some time here in East Lansing. and Yeah, with Kenneth Walker was it, the offensive line is okay. It, it's fine. But Kenneth Walker can hide a lot of the blemishes that the offensive line has. And yeah, it's uh, that that's, that's definitely, uh, if not a reason, the reason MSU has stormed off to a surprising five and no start here, rank number
1: 11. That's right. Man. Mention that one more time. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you have to say about the, The skepticism around the schedule so far. I mean, you had a ranked win against Miami. That Miami team doesn't look like it's necessarily what people thought it was. Northwestern, same thing on the road to start the season. They've absolutely fallen apart. Nebraska, when you beat them, they kind of already exposed what they were. But again, it was a close win. Western Kentucky and Youngstown State, you obviously take care of easily. But going into this weekend, you're now in Big Ten play. And, And now strength of schedule is something people can't argue about. It's all Big Ten football. What are you feeling like people are underestimating about this Michigan State team going into the Big Ten season?
0: Yeah, the, the skepticism is, is widely valid, as much as I hate to say it. I mean, yeah, 5-0, and oh, and I think, once again, Nebraska is the only team that has a win against a Power 5 team. Now, it was fun in games back when we played Miami. Derek King was still the quarterback. I mean, Miami wasn't completely morally broken in half yet. I think I, I like to think Michigan State – was the team that completely shattered the Hurricanes' spirits right there, um, but moving forward, yeah, it's it's a tale of two halves of the schedule. It's I, just from the start of the season. I thought, okay, hey, this shapes up actually pretty nice for the first six games for Michigan State. Did I think six and zero? Absolutely not. No, I thought like maybe four and two. But I mean, Michigan State has shown that, yeah, even though they have beaten some bad teams the way they've beaten the bad teams is very intriguing to me. It's like, Oh my God, like we have actual weapons that are amongst the best in the conference. This is great. Now it's how far can we get with still the question marks that we have? Like I said, the offensive line, while we have depth there, we play nine guys, which is a lot. Still leaving a little bit to be desired. The defensive secondary is fine. Maybe a little good, but they're nothing spectacular, you know, but I got to say, I, I, still pretty ecstatic with the Nebraska win. I don't think Nebraska is as bad of a team as everyone remembers from Week 0. And that West Kentucky game, I lost sleep on that game throughout the week, throughout the fall, throughout the summer. I mean, they throw the ball all over the yard, so to get out of there with a, a win in a potential trap game spot, hey, you play who's on your schedule, you move on, you're 5-0, and and we, we in East Lansing will not be apologizing for wins here. That is what we will not do, especially after phew, last season with just two wins, we Will. Take anything we can get, baby. That's right. That's yeah. right.
1: Indiana might have helped keep those Spartans aware of just how good Western Kentucky could play as well. to oh, yeah. That little wake-up oh, yeah. call the week before. Uh, flip side of that coin there, Matt. You talk about just the things that teams might be underestimating about Michigan State, given the soft schedule. On the other hand, you mentioned a few of them listed it all off, offensive line, secondary. Where do you feel like this team is the most vulnerable because of just a lack of being tested?
0: Yeah, I think it goes down to that offensive line. And I think specifically of the Nebraska game. I mean, with Kenneth Walker, all world running back, he's incredible. But still, like Nebraska was able to hold him at bay for most of the game. I think it was like 3.7 yards per carry, 3.2 yards per carry. No, no, nothing stellar from Kenneth, which is what we're used to after five quick games. Early on in the season, here. So, as you get into the teams, like, and not just you know, the Penn State's, the world, Ohio State, Michigan, but also Rutgers has a pretty good solid run defense as well. I mean, we saw that in the second half in their game against Michigan. Michigan has a, an incredible run game and they eliminated it completely. So, yeah. Tomorrow, Tomorrow's game, Spartans versus Rutgers, I, I, that is where it's going to be really interesting to see if the offensive line can make a turn and get a run game when Kenneth just can't hide all your blemishes, like maybe get him some holes to run through so he doesn't have to make his own all the time. That That is where I remain the, the most eh, worrisome with, with MSU here.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kenneth Walker in that Nebraska game, 19 for 61. I think you said it exactly, 3.2 uh, yards per carry. There we go man on the run cool yeah man. so the spartans are 5 and 0 or yeah 5 and 0 4 and 0 when i was looking at the nebraska game back then that's what messed sure. me up but anyway yeah. um 5 and 0 now one game away from getting in or is it two games away from the michigan game i think well i know one team has one game left and the other one has a bye but anyway there's-
0: yeah, MSU has two games left. Rutgers, Indiana, bye week, and then Michigan. And then Michigan okay. has
1: Nebraska, and then two
0: bye weeks because they play Northwestern in one of those weeks, which is right. – uh, you might as well just roll out your third team for that game. And then um, – mm-hmm. God, that was such a fun week one, though, when MSU beat Northwestern. It's like, oh, my God, we're <laughs> great. But now it's like, uh, we were just better off playing like Okemos High School down, <laughs> down the road for that <laughs> game. But, hey, like I said, we will not apologize for wins here.
1: We will not do it. No, no, never. But the point being, it's three games away from that game now happening. Michigan, Michigan State undefeated, likely two top 10 teams at the very least. We asked Isaiah Hole yesterday. He said 2015 would be biggest matchup between these two schools yeah. up until since this point, whatever it is. Is it as big as that, bigger than that? Where do you put this game in context if it gets there? Yeah, no, that's,
0: yeah, and we got a listener question just like that. This is the most
1: highly anticipated MSU-Michigan game since
0: blank, and I think I answered it like two, three days ago on the pod, and if you don't mind me rambling for a little bit, I I think the contrast, and and I'm sorry, the opposite of contrast, the the comparisons with the 2015 game are incredible, but other side of the table. Michigan had an up-and-coming coach who started off hot. He was turning a lot of heads, being like, oh, what? he's picking up this program pretty fast, Michigan State. Mark D'Antonio, eighth year. Okay, this is a pretty good tenure going on. Things are going really well. Can the new guy top of what this established guy has been doing? Now, Harbaugh, okay, he hasn't quite made it to Big Ten Championship games or Rose Bowls. It wasn't as established as D'Antonio had. And yes, it's mm-hmm. Mel Tucker in year two instead of year one for Harbaugh. But still, I, it's very similar with both teams in the top 15, especially. At most, at most one loss Knock on wood, hopefully M doesn't drop their next two. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's a complete, complete mirror image of what 2015 is going to be, except each team is in the other one's shoes here, even with, like, the home in a The new coach welcoming in the rival down the road. So, yeah, that's uh, it, it's 100% 2015,
1: and mm-hmm. just praying that we get the same result, man. Praying <laughs> that we get the same result. That's going to be a great game, but we we spent the last two days with you and Isaiah talking at least a little bit about that one that may not even happen or we may not even get to with both teams undefeated yet. We do have an undefeated Mm -hmm. matchup and maybe the biggest game in all of college football this season coming up this weekend, Penn State, Iowa. Matt Sheehan is going to be talking to us about that game and all the others going on this weekend in the Big Ten as we wrap up our week of coverage and help you preview the weekend on Locked On Big Ten. Bar has been a sponsor here at Locked On for a while. You already know all about their products. A new flavor out this week, cookie dough chunk. It's one, I mean, it just sounds good. It's one of those that just sounds really nice. Some of them, honestly, you have to sell. I'm not a huge fan of something like a coconut almond or salted caramel. Maybe that's up your alley. It's not mine. I feel like cookie dough chunk is something that just about everyone can get behind. So if you're a fan of Built Bar, you're going to want to try out this new flavor. If you haven't tried them out, now's the time to get in. Again, you're just getting cookie dough and chocolate in a protein bar that's really good for you too. Head on over to BuiltBar.com and if you do end up making an order, you can use our promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. That's LOCKED15 over at BuiltBar.com. BuiltBar is your place to go for all of your protein and energy needs while also making sure you're staying healthy back in here on Locked On Big 10 we've got everything you need to know about the conference every single weekday we're joined by Matt sheen the host of Locked On Spartans as always you can listen into his show at wherever you get your podcast just like you're listening right now i'd imagine and be sure to follow subscribe rate review all that good stuff as you listen in and if you're a Spartans fan matt we're talking big 10 bets going into the weekend and let's just talk general game stuff of course with the biggest game of the weekend in all of college football it's Iowa and Penn State number three and number four the winner solidifies its spot as a college football playoff contender really for the rest of the season if you ask me yeah. the loser obviously still far from out of it but this is a huge game Iowa plays Penn State not every year of course so this is a. Course has that factor in it too. But let's just start with your initial thoughts on this game between two teams. I've said all week, this has kind of been my tagline. It's not just that they're number three and number four, it's that they're playing exactly the way they wanted to play. Like I imagine the first five weeks of the season for these two teams have been mapped out and executed almost perfectly to what the coaching staff wanted.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Like my initial thought is that if this was like a neutral site game or a home game, uh, I'm going Penn State here. However, Kinnick Stadium, like, I'm, I'm using just cliches, right? <laughs> Kinnick Stadium, that is a horrifying place to play, especially if you're a top-five team. And to go along with that, Penn State fans might want to cover your ears here. This is a stat from Chris Falica of uh, College Game Day fame. Boy, howdy, this is a tough stat to uh, just read and not take anything away from. Uh, okay, so it's James Franklin's teams are 0-7 and 7 at Penn State in true road games versus top-10 teams. Now, here's the dagger with just one game decided by fewer than 11 points. So it's not just that they're losing these top 10 road games, as a lot of teams do. Boy, wow, that's uh, it's more times than not kind of a bloodbath here. So I don't know. That just tied in with the fact that Kinnick Stadium, things just always go insane at night at Kinnick Stadium. And I know it's 4.30 kickoff, but it'll be dark by the time the game ends. That's right. I'm using sunlight here as a reason for picking Iowa. I'm going Iowa minus one and a half here, but... I love the over-under in this game, too. I'm not going to pick it, but I just love when an over-under gets to, like, 41. It's like, oh, this is going to be big 10 as hell, man. Oh, I can't wait for it. Oh, man. Yeah, it can be Iowa, though.
1: You're not you're not the first person who brought that up, actually. And I don't think it was even Andrew Wade locked on Hawkeye no. we had on Tuesday. I think it was somebody else who was like, it's a Kinnick, but it's not a night game. So, like, it's not, like, I don't.
0: Yeah, but it will get dark eventually. It will get dark in, like, the fourth quarter. So, that, that's where I put all, all my voodoo magic in,
1: right, right there. Yeah. Maybe that was, I, get, I I in this game, you're saying you take Iowa. I, I got to, I guess I got to take Iowa too, but just because it, I, I, it's not really the home field. I just think they're playing a little bit better, a little bit more established. That Maryland I mean. game
0: was a nice, a nice, like, Oh yeah, we're for real game right there. Cause yeah, I, some yeah. people thought Maryland was going to pop them, but like, they're like, no, we're just going to beat them by 95 points. That's to excuse yeah. any doubt right now mm-hmm. yeah, very impressive one very impressive
1: yeah I think the the big the big talking points this week on the show have been that both teams defenses are elite and the thought might be that yeah. Penn State's offense is maybe just a little bit more ready with Jahan mm-hmm. Dotson out there Sean Clifford the kind of explosive understandable yeah. that yeah. those player yeah. those teams have but it, I'm taking Iowa just I, I trust in the consistency the Kirk Ferentz has been there obviously longest tenured coach in all of college football he's playing at sure. home he knows how to get up and ready for these big games in, in a way that, I mean, you know, Franklin does too. He's obviously had his fair share at Penn State, but I don't know. It, it's a game where, like, when you're picking a game between two top five teams, a, a lot of it's going to come down to just who you like more. And sure, yeah. I kind of just like the consistency of what a Penn State team, at least I think, can bring. We'll see what happens when they get on on the gridiron. And I have no idea what to do with the over-under either. I don't, I don't care about is not something that won't touch it (laughs) excites me in any way whatsoever. All right. Well, let's move on. I suppose might as well go straight to Sparty next map on the road against Rutgers. I believe I'm making sure that this line is the same as it was. Yes, minus five in favor of Michigan over unders at 51 on the road. You're going to New Jersey Big Ten country.
0: That's right, baby, for the uh, old Scarlet Knights homecoming game. That's right. Um, MSU should win this game. They, they, By all accounts, they should. I think they're more talented. I think as they stand right now in the season, they're better. Um, the spread, though, it just scares me a little bit. Like five and a half. Uh, if, if, it was, if it got down to four, four and a half, I might be a little intrigued here. But what number does uh, perk my ears up a little bit, gets the eyebrows raised, is the over-under of 51. I think both defenses kind of mirror each other in the sense that they will give up yards, but once it gets to the red zone, this is where they start to tighten up and don't break and touchdown opportunities just turn into field goals. Rutgers has had their kicking issues, too, if you even want to throw that on top of there. And MSU's is it, – it, it's better than bad, put it that way. With that said, yeah, I, I, I'm going to go under 51 here. It's um, <laughs> plain simple. I mean, both both run games are going to have a hard time moving the ball. I, I don't know how much I trust Rutgers' passing game if the run game gets clogged for them, but so – This is just a long way of saying that I don't think a lot of points will be scored. And 51, I think, is just a hair too high. I think the game will be 25-19. to I think it's at 44 points. It's a full touchdown under of the under. So that's
1: where I'm at there with that one. Let's make it this question, then. Are, Are you more confident in Michigan State at its minus five or Michigan at its minus three on the road against Nebraska? What you know? What it's going to sound crazy, and I swear I'm not doing a homer play here because I usually do bet
0: on Michigan and against Michigan State to hedge my happiness. But I, I think the better bet would be MSU minus five. I, I think the Brett. Hey, listen, I, 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 the way I talk about Nebraska, you would think I would, I, I didn't even own a television for week zero. Like I, I think Nebraska is a fine team. Like I, I think they're a solid team. I'm with you. I mean. Yes, right. I mean, and I saw it with my own eyes against Michigan State, but even before that, like they had a pretty damn good game against Oklahoma. They beat the brakes off of Northwestern, but okay, we know how that much that means, I guess. But yeah, I, I don't know, night game in Lincoln I, that, wow, I, I would have a really hard time putting any money on Michigan minus three. So yeah, this isn't me just being like, oh, Michigan's overrated. Like No, they're, they're a fine team, but poor boy. Road conference night game against a starving Nebraska team for just anything good in the Scott Frost era? No, I'm going to have to go MSU minus five if if I had to play the confidence game
1: here. I mean, Nebraska, you look at the record, two losses on the road by single digits to ranked teams. The other three games, absolute dominant wins by 45 points, 25 points, and 49 points over Ford and Buffalo and then Northwestern. It's just the only thing is that you have that other one possession loss to start the season on the road at Illinois. I mean, you take that game, Nebraska is still a plenty good football team here, but it it was that one first impression in week zero in front of everybody that just kind of uh, puts that one thing in your head really for, well, it's been five weeks now, maybe week six, they can try try to flip that script.
0: That's that's the downside of being one of six games in the entire college football season is that (laughs) everyone that's an obsessed, you know, college football sicko will just watch that game and, yeah, hey, I get it. I get the reasoning for everyone thinking that Nebraska is just absolutely dog
1: believe. I mean, I don't think I'll take both the favorites, Michigan State and Michigan. I don't think anyone's going to okay. get too cute. I don't think there's going to be anything too cute happening in these games. Uh, I think there's plenty of candidates for that with matchups, but I don't think Michigan State and Rutgers or Michigan, I, I, I'd agree, Michigan, Nebraska more likely uh, to maybe give us a surprise, but uh, I don't think that either team should have any trouble. Moving on, Ohio State's hosting Maryland in another game. We're like, okay, we saw Maryland get beat up last week, or else we'd be more hyped up about this one, too. Right. Uh, Red was at 21 points to start the week on betonline.ag. As I go and make sure, it's up to 21.5 at the moment. Over under might be the highest of all college football on the weekend. I'll make sure that 71
0: glad you said that because I saw 71 and I was like absolutely not no no no, I'm going under and then I started to do a little bit of research here the last three times these two teams have met it's been an average combined total of 88 points when these guys play so it's like these guys are just bludgeoning overs <laughs> the last three years these guys meet and listen I, I get it like okay water's gonna find its level it'll come down to the mean here and I would get that if like the average was like at 72.73 it's like they are lambasting me over here. Like, so, I yeah, I'm I'm going to do something that I think I'd be doing when I saw the line, and we're going over, baby. We're sending it through. 21 and a half, like, you held a gun to my head, and you said you got to pick one of these teams. I I guess Ohio State just because they seem to – Ohio State's one of those programs that can write their wrongs in just a snap of the finger, and I, they were obviously able to do that last week against uh, Rutgers and well maryland's quite the opposite they can show that they're not as good as they seem to be at the beginning of the season snap of a finger and uh-oh uh, that might have happened last week too so i yeah if i had to pick a spread minus 21 and a half for ohio state but the bet i will make is over 71 baby take me to the moon let's go let's clear 100 points fellas so let's go
1: betonline.ag is back and Better than ever for football season. Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. But with a new updated site and interface and even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be your number one source for everything football. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to see, receive your 100% welcome bonus. Again, Use our promo code LOCKED ON for a 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit over at BetOnline. Go take a look at their new look and all the new things they have to offer for your betting needs. It's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. I have faith in the Terrapins. 21 and a half points, a lot of points. The offense is good. Ohio State's offense obviously can score 21 points in about half a quarter. But it sure. can at the same time show that it can let teams stay with them for three, three yeah. and a half quarters before it just ends up pulling away at the end. So, I mean, it's 21 and a half points. So it's not like it's when the spreads are this high, it's kind of just like a toss up as how many points teams feel like scoring. But it, it's also a thing where, I mean, Ohio State only beat Tulsa by 21 three weeks ago. So that's yeah, true. True. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, not going to put my money on them being able to absolutely blow out a team when they, they don't have to. And they've kind of shown really that like they're not a, a team that, I mean, 52-13 against Rutgers last week, obviously is making a statement, but going up against a Maryland team that can also score the football, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like this game could easily be something that's at least a little bit closer as we get down into yeah. the stretch of things. All right. Found that's going to put yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, I was going to point out uh, there is one other 71 total, two teams that actually played Big Ten teams, UTSA and Western Kentucky, who's gotten, I think, a third mention on this show today now. Nice. Look at them. Go (laughs) Hilltoppers, baby. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) One more game to wrap things up here, Matt. Uh, Illinois and Wisconsin face off in the lowest of the barrel battles in the Big Ten this week. Wisconsin's trying to find something here, and they've got, obviously, the opportunity against Illinois. The spread on betonline.ag as we look into this Saturday, Illinois plus 11 at home against the Badgers.
0: What a juxtaposition, huh? Just going from a game that's going to be fireworks with a. Uh, yeah, I know. I was going to say just a yucky game. Ohio, just nuking it. And then, <laughs> and then, and then Illinois, Wisconsin here. Oh my goodness gracious. Uh, aired on C-SPAN 3 at 2.30 in the morning. Um. Wow. Uh, okay, I think it's a low total, right? I think it's like a 42-point total. Yeah, for, to a different re- for a
1: very different reason, the total is 42. 42, yeah. So, Mike,
0: listen, my rule of thumb, I don't love either of these teams, uh, but my rule of thumb is when the total is that low but the spread is still double digits, like, if the ball just bounces one different way and just one score happens and it's not supposed to, like, okay, 11 points with that low of a total, th- that is a pretty big window to hit if Vegas is pretty adamant that it's going to be that low scoring of a game. So, uh, yeah, I guess I'm going to take Brett Bielma and 11 points, sprinkle like a, a, a third of a unit on it, just to say that I have skin in the game, just to keep my <laughs> eyes somewhat interested on my sports uh, score app. Yeah, so, uh, give, me a, give me a a, a, a filthy uh, unit on a line I plus 11.
1: No. That's a really mm. interesting point, just math. I mean, if it's, they're projecting... It works more times to, than not, that's yeah. It's point spread. I mean... It makes sense. I mean, that's a that's an opportunity where, like, if you're thinking it through your head, if you want to find a platform that has same game parlays, go and throw that my, that plus eleven with the under or the minus eleven with the over. It seems like yeah, so hit if one is going to hit. Maybe I don't know. It
0: would be like a it would be like a fifteen. Oh god, it would be like a fifteen to. Oh, God, I mean, that so wrong here. For I'm so sorry. to they'd... both
1: cover and hit the under, you'd have to
0: get to – They're expecting least... a 15-27 uh, Wisconsin win is what they're saying. It's like if, if you could just, I don't
1: know, get an extra field goal. Ah. Right. Well, I mean, like 26-15 26, 26 15 is 41 with an 11-point spread. See, there we go. Yeah, like I just want one odd bounce of the
0: ball the other way. And we've seen it done in recent history with Wisconsin-Illinois with much superior Wisconsin teams and much worse Illinois teams. So let's uh... – I don't know, just keep writing keep, keep that, I guess. I mean, that that defeat a few years ago in the last second field goal will remain in my head for the next 15 years and will persuade how I bet Wisconsin, Illinois, whenever they match up, That's
1: how it goes. It yeah. was an exciting last, about 30 seconds of us trying to add and subtract there at the end. That's some to, uh, uh, and... Spartan
0: math there, baby. That's right. Go green. It's that Big Ten <laughs> education paying off in, in spades right there. <laughs>
1: Hey, as long as the bank account stays positive you're all good yeah, matt is with us here on locked on big Ten every single friday to talk about the best bets you can have this weekend going into the weekend matt we've talked about a lot of different games i guess is there one thing that sticks out to you as far as like this is where you should uh be looking if you're trying to make some money this weekend in the big 10 i don't i'm trying to look just at the schedule i mean I don't know if there's anything that's like super great I could say like I like this this and that but I don't know if there's know. anyone who like sticks out over like a group of three I would choose from
0: right I like and all these bets, like I, I feel like are just one unit bets, which I hate to say you know like I'd love to come on here with a bunch of bravado and saying like oh I'm hammering this it's like right no like I feel good about all, all the picks I've made but I don't feel stellar about any of them I guess if I had to pick one it would be over 71 in OSU, Maryland. I mean, the, the one that on initial look, I thought, no way I'm going to do the over here. Yeah, if you're looking more into it, and especially your explanation where it's going to be a track meet. Yeah, get, give me over 71 is my best bet of the week, I guess. Or if we're going to go outside the Big Ten, Ole Miss minus five and a half against Arkansas. Let's go. Wayne Kiffin, take me to church, baby. Come on. Let's go. <laughs>
1: That's I, I like, uh, shoot. Like, it's, it's the same deal. I don't really like, love anything. I, I guess I, I would put like, I, before I was saying, I was trying to pick like one out of the three, the three I was thinking was like, I like the Maryland plus 21 just because I think that game can be okay. close. but I don't like picking 21 points. Uh, I like the, honestly the over in Penn state Iowa, just because I, I feel like I could, I don't know. I'd like to root for scoring points in that. Sure. game. Yeah. I, not that much, as much as I think it would actually happen. Uh, and then eat, Uh, Like I said, either the favorites, Michigan State or Michigan, I don't think either of those teams are going to slip up in the way that those games are single possession. So either one of those, but again, none of them is either any really sticking out to me at all. Is like, oh, this is the biggest game. I guess, I guess Michigan State at Rutgers is the biggest like talent disparity given the spread Mm -hmm. that we have. Yeah, so I'd say I would say so. State minus five on the road at Rutgers. A lot of outside factors that get that game to be a loss for me but i think just straight up football factors it, it might be the safest one out there hey you know i like the way you think i would love a stress-free win tomorrow so. <laughs> all right matt well we'll have that of course to talk about next week and anything else that happens throughout the big 10 all weekend and throughout the week matt's on every friday to talk betting lines with us and of course preview the rest of the big 10 weekend bat thanks for coming on remind people where they can hear your show and everything else that you're up to in sports.
0: That's right. Yeah, locked on Spartans. Uh come yell at me on Twitter at Sheehan underscore sports. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm not really active on Facebook or Instagram really. So spend all my time in the wonderful app of twitter.com, baby. That's right. There you
1: go. All right. Matt Sheen will be there. And of course on Locked On Big Ten every Friday. I'm here every day reminding you of everything you need to be in the loop of in the Big Ten. We'll be back Monday, of course, with all the games to recap with Jay Stevens from over the weekend. Until then, you've been listening into Locked On Big Ten.